Blog Talk Radio. In my helmet, cleats, and shoulder pads. Standing in the huddle, listening to the call. Fans going crazy for the boys of fall. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the fifth quarter with Coach Scott. I'm Dave Johnson. I'm your host tonight. Glad to be here. Sorry we had to take off last week. We've been on vacation up in the Cheyenne and the Teton Mountains and didn't have no service to have the show last week. Um, we really wanted to after championship weekend, uh, how good things went for us there. Uh, we're definitely glad to be on here tonight, and uh, we're going to definitely talk about uh, those good games and about the Thunder winning their second championship. Um, how proud I am of, of our girls sticking it out all year, going through the tough time. We played a lot of games on the road and, and uh, finally uh, pulled it out to get these girls above the third championship. So uh, we're going we're going to jump right into it. I know uh, we gave out year-end awards uh, during the All-Star uh, game. Uh, I'm going to let uh, my lovely wife Jennifer give us all the uh, winners and results of those things, and then we'll, uh, I'll jump back in and uh, start talking about the championship game. So, Jennifer, if you got all that, you can go ahead. Yeah. Um, started all things with uh, our rookies of the year. Both of these rookies happened to come from our team, and the numbers they put up were astounding, not just because they were from our team, but overall. Uh, for Offensive Rookie of the Year, Ashley Miner took that home. She threw 13 touchdowns and zero interceptions. Now, keep all these stats in mind. These are just regular season stats. These are no playoffs or any games that was played out of league. So, um, she's got another two games of her stats that's not even included in this, that being the championship game and our first game that we played in Titan Stadium. So, she, she threw for 13 touchdowns, most importantly, zero interceptions for 600 yards. Uh, that's quite impressive for any quarterback, much less a rookie, this being her first time ever even playing the game. So, on defensive rookie side, uh, we got Jessica Henderson taking home that honor. Um, her numbers were good enough, in my opinion, um, that she could have took home even the defensive MVP um, as, as a lineman. Because um, so that's where she played. She had 15 and a half tackles, nine tackles for loss, eight sacks. That's a that's a crucial number. I mean, that's big. One forced fumble, and she had a block punt. Just a great year again as a rookie. Uh, even in the All Star game, the players couldn't believe that she was a rookie. I mean, she's played outstanding for us all season long, and she didn't even play. I think it's maybe a game there that she didn't even play defense. So uh, she's really coming into her own. I can't wait to see what both these players hold for us next year. 
just great, great talent. Uh, we moved over to the O-line and D-line awards. Uh, both of those came from the Prodigy. Um, the D-lineman was Benita Rouse. She had 10 tackles, 6 tackles for a loss, 2 sacks, and 1 fumble recovery. Um, now, we know they play a little tougher schedule being up there in that Division two, but uh, not to take any weight, thing away from anyone here, well-earned award. Uh, Crystal Williams was the offensive lineman, uh, also from the Prodigy, and I've heard nothing but praise and great things about her. Um, her coach described her as, as the dream player that every running back wants to run behind. Um, he said she was crucial into them scoring as much as they did this season. So uh, Crystal Williams took that honor. And then we move over to the offensive MVP and defensive MVP. Offensive MVP, uh, repeat winner from last year. Nobody can take anything away from this lady from the Washington Prodigy. Sherry, Sherry Dance um, led the league with 19 touchdowns, 67 carries for 657 yards, and one reception for 39 yards. Um, that's some pretty daggone good numbers. Like I said, led the league in touchdowns. Defensive MVP was Natasha Ware also from the Washington Prodigy, 26 tackles, one tackle for a loss, a sack, a, force, a fumble recovery, two interceptions, and one she took for a touchdown. So um, overall MVP was Junior Gendelsberger from Tri-City Thunder. There's nobody, in my personal opinion and professional opinion, that deserved this award as much as this young lady. Um, players on and off the field could take um, – take note of how she handles and conducts her business um, on all aspects. She had 23 tackles, 13 and a half tackles for a loss, seven sacks, a fumble recovery, a forced fumble, two passes defended. And that's just on the defensive side of the ball. On the offensive side of the ball, she had 364 yards for 50, on 52 carries, averaging seven yards a carry, six touchdowns, and three two-point conversions. So there's nobody's numbers overall in the league even came close to comparing because uh, a lot of these ladies don't even play both sides of the ball. So um, those numbers popped right off the page and, and was a unanimous decision, basically. Um, Coach Tony Bell won Coach of the Year. I mean, what can you say when you when you win three-peat championship back-to-back-to-back? You know, that speaks for itself. Uh, they've only been scored on twice in three years, I think. So that's, that says everything needs to be said about that award. So uh, that that wrapped up our um, awards. Like I said, it was a great deal we did during halftime of the All-Star Game. Um, turned out pretty well. So if you want to get back so we can talk about some of these games, i got some stats and numbers for you on that as well. Okay, I appreciate you uh, getting us up to date with all that. And, you know, I'm going to say this. I know that, you know, um, a lot of a lot of people hear that and say, well, you know, those two teams had the players uh, to win those awards. But what everybody does not understand is, is when we take these awards, no, all, the, all the owners and coaches from the other teams are the ones that voted on this. And when we submit, everybody submits their players to us. And then we don't put, when we put stats out there, we don't put a name beside those stats. We 
just put player A, B, C, or D. So all these people do not know uh, who they're voting for unless they submitted their own players, and then they would know their stats. So, you know, it's it's not like, well, we just picked this or that. It was, they were voted on from other teams to, to win these awards. Some teams didn't even submit anybody. So, you know, you got to take all that into consideration. <clears throat> but, you know, I, w- I will say this, that there's there's so many other good players on, in the league from other teams as well as ours and the Prodigy and, and all of them. You know, there, there's uh, well-deserving players from every team. But, you know, keeping up with stats, some teams don't keep up with stats. You know, some it's just not important to them to do that, and, you know, for me personally, I think you're doing your players and your organization an injustice by not keeping up with them, because they may have very well have won had you did it, so, uh, you know, when people don't like how things go, then you need to uh, step up and, and do something different rather than just uh, go along with, with other people, so um, anybody that, that has watched these girls play all year that won these awards, know that they're really, really well deserved. Um, I couldn't be uh, more proud than, you know, for our girls to, to win those awards, and uh, we did not vote for either one of them as much as, you know, I think they deserve it. We didn't have to. That That's my point. We didn't have to vote. They flat out, out you know, outright won the awards, and that, that's the way I like it to be. You know, I know other teams want to vote for their players, and that's great. I'm not saying they shouldn't. You know, we should have the right to vote for ours if we want to. We just didn't have to, and that's that was, uh, you know, something that's amazing to me and, and to, to these players. Um, so I'm proud of all of them. Uh, congratulations to the Prodigy players as well as the Thunder players. Um, the Prodigy, like the Jennifer said, won their third in a row, uh, USWFL. Division two championship, uh, thirty nine to nothing. Um, you know, Keystone came in. They they put up a, as good a fight as I think they possibly could. Um, they were really, really wounded as you know, not to make excuses for anybody, but they started the year with thirty seven players, lost like twelve the season ending injury. Had some quit, to get some healthy down the stretch. They decided not to come for whatever reason. I think they come with 17 or 18 players um, two days before the championship game. Their coach has to have a, an emergency surgery to have his appendix removed. The head coach, I mean, you know, he, he means everything to that team. He's the offensive coordinator. He, he does everything. So, you know, two days before that, they lose their head coach. Um, you know, listen, it was not saying that the Prodigy wasn't the better team because they were, and I'm not taking away anything from, from the assault at all. But, you know, as it is, I mean, everybody can see that they were uh, wounded and the Prodigy looked strong as ever, and uh, they, they deserved the win, and they took it. I'm just saying that. When you look at it, you, you know, you might say, well, you know, they got blew out. But under the circumstances, uh, for me personally, I think, uh, you know, holding the prodigy to uh, 39 points when, if you watch the game, there were several times that they saw, uh, 
uh, could have capitalized on a few things that may have even kept closer than that that they did. And uh, so they uh, they lost to the Prodigy 39 to nothing. Then in the Iron Woman, uh, the Tri-City Thunder won 32 to six. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of the, the Gators had to play with a little bit of uh, unfortunate things themselves. Players, uh, you know, not doing what the, what they should, back by the rules, um, you know. So penalties are handed down. It doesn't matter who. Uh, I mean, of course, you know, everybody can say what they want. We were going to win the game anyway. We'd already beat them once. We were going to win the game. We were, we were just better this year. They beat us three times last year. They were better, and uh, we we were better this year. And, and uh, we, you know, and I know I'm probably being biased. We just weren't going to be denied. I think that, you know, we had a special team this year. Um, unlike, not uh, not saying any of the other teams weren't special, but things just clicked. We had all the right players in the right places. And listen, we we faced adversity ourselves. We lost. Uh, Two at, at the deadline, uh, roster deadlock was on a Thursday. We go to play a game on Saturday. We had two starting players quit um, that very day, and we'd already lost a receiver, our second-best receiver. We'd lost her for the year in the first game. And then uh, when we played the Gators the, second time, the first time, we lost another starting offensive lineman for the year. So we, we were wounded ourselves. You know, I mean, it was a hard ball game. It was a tough game. The Gators are really, really mean. They got a lot of, um, they got a lot of talent, a lot of athletes on that team. I, I'm here to tell you, man. It's, you know, standing on the sideline coaching. You know, you just sit there and cringe every time they take the snap because they're so talented. They can score so fast. You know. Having a big lead can be erased at any point in time. Um, I just think they had a lot of animosity going on amongst them all year long, and, and as the year went on, they started to get a little out of control, and things just seemed to uh, erupt for them. That's my opinion. That's what I seen. Um, I didn't say nothing. <coughs> Excuse me during the year, but you know the year's over, uh, it, and it happens. I mean, and that's why I say. We've had the same things happen ourselves, not quite as bad, but things can go uh, south just because different players have different opinions, owners, this, that, and other block, block coaches. And this year our team was just so uh, well-rounded, so special that, you know, I had girls playing positions, way out of positions that they should never have been playing. And, you know, it was, it was like, hey, Whatever we need to do to win, that's what we're going to do. That's what we're willing to do, and they did it. And that, you know what? That's that's what you know. It's, it's called being unselfish. You know, unselfish. And, you know, that's that's the great thing about a really good team and a special team. Is you know, we never had one, not one uh, captain that we have as a. Voted captain, nobody. We had different ones every single game. Now, we might have had the same one a game or two. That was because they earned their right to be there. Uh, I picked them every week, but we did not have any single person to be 
a captain all year. We didn't have no griping, no complaining, you know, no saying, oh, I'm this, I'm that. It was just fun, unselfish all year. And when you get that, you got something special. And from the first time we took the field in Nashville, Tennessee, on Titan Stadium, we knew it. We seen it. Everybody bought in. Uh, I had girls come and play that have played on other teams before. My opinion, they were playing way out position. I changed all their positions, you know, and I'm sure at that point in time they were thinking, no, man, I never played there. I played here. And I'm saying, trust me, all those players now, I promise you, they thank me a million times for putting them in the right positions where they can excel. And, uh, you know, that's that's what made it so great. Uh, not only did we have uh, uh, Ashley uh, play really good at quarterback, Jessica Henderson played really good, you know. Um, we, you don't you, you think when you see these players you got something. But, listen, it takes getting game time, you know, getting warmed up, getting up to speed. You know, we started her. We needed her on offense. We start, Henderson, I'm talking about, we started her out on offense. Um, you know, I know she wants to play defense. And I said, hey, we got to get this position right here down before we move on. And you know what? She she, she fired with me. And then when, she, when we put her in at defense, she was ready to go. And, and that's the thing. You can put people in too early when they're not ready. And if something bad happens, then – then it goes south, for, you know, for maybe the remainder of the year. So, um, it come time, we, we had to put her in. We need to put her in. We did, and, and the rest is history. You know, like I said, she won her up the year. Not only she had the, her stats, she could have been the overall defensive player. Uh, so, that's how it is. And, you know, I know Ashley threw, I mean, all total, you count the championship game and the and our off. And her, uh, you know, non-league game, she threw like 21 total touchdown passes and, and only one interception. Um, and, you know, as a quarterback that, that likes to throw, she's not a running quarterback. She's a pocket passer. They want to throw the ball a lot. And you know what? We just we just had it. We had a game plan from the first of the year. We stuck to it no matter what. We never got away from it. And, you know, holding these players down and saying, listen, if we have to run the ball 100% of the time to win, play great defense, that's what we're going to do. And, you know what, everybody understood that. So we ran it, do it when we needed to, do it when we could. And, sure, you know, as as a boxer passer, you know, they want to throw it. You know, she probably wanted to throw 40 touchdowns. I don't blame her, I would too. But throwing 40 touchdowns and not winning the championship, I promise you, is nowhere near as good if you ask her as throwing 20, 21, whatever it was, and winning the championship. So you got to put things into perspective, and you got to make these girls understand exactly what they're up against. Hold them accountable. Hold yourself accountable. Hold each other accountable and responsible for their actions. Listen, we know... We didn't play a perfect game all year, but we played good enough in places and time um, to to play really well and win, and and that's exactly what we did. 
and I'm and I'm just so proud of all those girls. And you know, getting back to Junior Gendel's burger here, uh, his MVP. I mean, the, the girl is so humble that you know she didn't even want to walk out there to get the award. You know, thinking she's not, uh, you know, it's not uh, she didn't deserve it. And you know, when I when I look at, I tell this all the time. You know, there's so many great players in, in all the professional sports. How many of them are great when the lights are not on? When they're home, when, you know, when they see a kid, you know, can they go do something good? Can they, can they control their emotions all the time? That's what I'm talking about. Can you be as good? When the lights are not on, as they are when they're as the as you are when they are on. <laughs> and if anybody knows Junior Kendallsberger, Jim pronounced it at the at the All Star Game. She announced the winners. She's the most humble person she's ever been around or seen. And I agree to that a hundred percent. I mean, she is just so so humble. And you know, I knew uh, when we got the votes in that she was going to win the award, and, and I, her mom and, did, her mom and dad didn't get to come to the championship weekend. Uh, I, I would have loved to have been able to get a hold of them to tell them that she was going to win it. And, you know, when I talked to her about it, she said, oh, you know, I, I wish they could have been here, but I, I don't like the show, you know. And, and that's that's the way she is. And there's so much negative, negative stuff that goes on not just in pro sports, but in the women's sports as well. And for her to to stay that grounded and stay that humble is unbelievable. And, and you just wouldn't meet a better person and a more deserved uh, award to a great person in, in women's football. And, and listen, she, if, if anybody knows her, she plays fullback, tailback, uh, tight end when we needed her to. Uh, she played middle linebacker for a big part of the year. She played uh, an outside linebacker for a big part of the year. And she gave it everything on every single play. And that's all I can ask for. That's all I care about. If you give me 100% every time, every time you get an opportunity. And she did that. And if anybody doesn't know her, She's not the biggest person in the world, but she's got the biggest heart that there is. And, you know, is is the most humble person uh, to to get an award like that, I promise you. So um, just congratulations to her and, and Ashley and Jessica for winning those awards and our whole team, man. I mean, it's a, it, when you hoist up the trophy, it is a team effort. And when I tell you this, Every single player that we had on our team played in that game and played a big role in that game. And I'm going to say this. If that game went to overtime, I don't know what would have happened. I mean, it wasn't close to going to overtime, but had it went to overtime, I don't know what would have happened because we were spent. I mean, when I say that, I had girls throwing up, coming off the field, uh, sending girls in, uh, Girls, uh, the refs and the people tell, hey, you got to get this girl out. You got to call a uh, timeout, and uh, uh, you got to uh, get her out. She's been over out there trying to puke. And I'm telling you, they were laid out 
everywhere. And, you know, I know a lot of the other teams probably wouldn't have meant to it. We give everything we had that day. It was hot, uh, and they were spent. And it meant, um, you know, an extra quarter. I, I'm serious. I don't know that we could have made it. And that that is truly the way it is. And, and all I wanted them to do, and I kept telling them all week, 48 minutes. You know, you give me 48 minutes. After the first quarter, I said, we got 36 minutes. You got, and on down until the game was over, you know, we give it everything we had, every single player, and that's what it took to win that award. And when you can't do that as a team, I think you'll see that you don't hoist up the trophy. And I believe that that's what got us last year, that, you know, there was just some that, you know, I, I look at it like this. Are you willing to step in there and take, uh, you know, take a chance of getting run over and making a tackle and maybe getting knocked out of the game to save a touchdown? I can tell you this, 99% of our girls were willing to do that. And if, if you're ain't, if you're not, then, then you won't hoist up that trophy. And that's why we did hoist it up. And, you know, I'm, I'm just so proud of them. I mean, uh, not not tooting our own horn, but, you know, as, as coaches, uh, me and Mike on this team, uh, we, you know, we could have been coaches of the year just as well as, as Tony Bell. I mean, we give up 18 points all year. We scored 378 points. Uh, you know, we forced like 20, 23 turnovers and only turned it over three times all year, uh, the, the you know, the game management, the, the play calling, uh, you know, with Ashley playing so good, our defense, man. I mean, there was games that our defense didn't even give up first downs. I mean, there was like three games in a row that besides the penalty first down, we never even gave up a first down all year long. So, you know, Tony, Tony does a great job and Actually, he, he deserves the award. I'm just saying uh, that, man, we 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 coached our high ends off all year, getting these girls ready. And, uh, you know, we're like everybody else. We're dealt with injuries. We're dealt with uh, people getting hurt, people quitting that you never thought would quit, you know, and leave you in a bind on game day. And you're going to a game and just, you know, like, wow, trying to figure out what we're going to do here. And just making it work, you know, and, and the things that we endured throughout the season of, you know, the players jumping on our players after the game, just all kinds of stuff. It's just, I'm just so proud of of our of our team for sticking it together when it's easy to get distracted and be buy-in to that kind of stuff. And, man, I, I, I couldn't, uh, you know, I couldn't be more proud of all these girls, and I mean all of them. I mean, we get, uh, you know, we get, like Chris and Zoe, Zoe Morla, never played football a day in her life, shows up with her sister. You know, her sister's the one that was wanting to play. Jennifer went and talked to and recruited and all that. She says, oh, by the way, my sister wants to play. Okay, bring her on. They show up, you know, after the first um Dave Jennifer's over there working with them. They come over there. We don't even know these girls, don't know what's going on. Zoe looks like she's mad. We're thinking, well, she may show up, she may not. 
I don't know that she might have missed one practice after that. The rest of the time she shows up. I remember them putting her with, we put her in the game in the first game we had, and, uh, you know, it got down to second down. They'd only been to, like, one practice. And uh, she says, you know, they say second down, and she turns somebody and says, what's second down? And you know what? Her sister ends up quitting. She hangs in there. She starts the last three or four games and and does a, a pretty good job. I mean, for, for her knowledge of the play against the, the Gators and in that situation and hold her own, I mean, you know, that's just that's just things we endured all year. You know, then we get Amanda Harvey, um, I don't know, a month before the deadline. She's never played offense a day in her life. You know, we sort of give her some 101 stuff over the phone. She comes to the first practice. Um, the next week we play. She gets a little bit of playing time. The next week we've got her starting at left tackle right beside of Zoe Moreland, and she starts every other game. You know, did a good job, holds her own. Both of them uh, played in the All-Star game. We glad to have them. We were short, you know, that day. And then they played the whole game. And, you know, the, the list just goes on and on. And I'm just saying those are two girls that got threw into the fire that really wasn't ready. And, you know what, we got them as ready as we could do. And, you know what, we didn't even have the one uh, sub on, on, on the offensive line uh, for I don't know how many games. And for those girls to step in there, and I, if they were truthful, they'll tell you that they weren't ready to play. But we had no choice, and they had no choice if they were going to be on this team that they had to step up. And they did a pretty dang good job. And uh, they'll both tell you they got a lot to learn, and, uh, you know, a long ways to go. But to step in there under those circumstances, and uh, play against those caliber players. I'm telling you, the Lady Gators are really good. And uh, those girls beat them up. And I'm telling you, they beat them up for two games. And they they never missed a play. Neither one of them never missed a play. They never complained. They both took uh, good butt chewing from me a lot. Uh, and they probably never even really knew what they were doing or what they were getting chewed out for. But nevertheless, I let them have it. They, whatever I did, it worked. They got mad, pissed off, went out there and started doing a lot better. That's just some of the things that we had to deal with all year, and we just never missed a beat. We never wavered. You know, our, our game plan is, is, you know, it doesn't matter who's who's the starter, who's the backup, doesn't matter who's the head coach, who's calling the play. It didn't matter. Our, our game plan was this from the get-go, and we stuck to it. No matter what, no matter who we had to plug in at where, I had uh, wide receivers, slot receivers playing tight in. They never played there before. Uh, did, a, did as good a job as they could do, you know. And, and that's what good teams do. I'm not going to say great teams. They are great girls, and they were a really good football team. <clears throat> we still never played uh, what I would call our best game. We played good enough to win nine games, and I'm so happy for them that, you know, honestly, that, uh, you know, it gets me choked up because it's tough in any sport, in any league, to go undefeated and to give up 18 points 
One of those was a fluke. One of them was at the end of the game when we had three uh, three people that start on the sidelines throwing up, puking because of that. I mean, we were close to, uh, you know, really, really doing, uh, you know, within six points. Nevertheless, I care less about the points we gave up. I was more uh, wanting to win more than anything, and, and that's what we got. So um, just just really so so proud of our whole team. And I'm not trying to uh, disregard anybody by not mentioning any names because I've told all y'all uh, how I feel and what I think about you. But to to do those things with the, with the cards we were dealt, with some of those girls that, if, if you ask me my opinion, shouldn't be, uh, shouldn't have started until next year probably, but we did it. And, and when I tell you we did it, is I, you know, they're they're sure that I can do this or I can do that, and they're uh, 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 telling me that, you know, or you know, and I'm telling them, trust me, you you can do it. Here's all I want you to do, and and they go out and did. It. And you know, uh, another thing, our oldest player played played more minutes than anybody else. You know, we got what we call a dirty thirty club around here on our team. And our dirty thirties played more minutes and balled out more than anybody else. And our oldest player played more minutes than anybody else. You know, and that's that's a tribute to them. It's it's nothing you know, it's it's just it makes it easier for the coach to uh, you know, do do his job when when you know you can count on somebody not to come out. You know, some girls Listen, there's there's a lot of girls in better shape than others, but they don't know how to pace themselves. They don't know how to play all the way through these games or how to give it all here. And I don't know, it's, it's tough. And, you know, these girls are just seem to be, I'm not going to say smarter, but know how to, to better pace themselves. And, and they do um, really, like I said, the dirty 30s, they, they really fought out for us. Uh, you know, again, that's a tribute to them. You know, I tell them every year, listen, and I, I've had this conversation all day today. We've been riding down the road from from Cheyenne, Wyoming. By the way, I've been to the Frontier Days for the uh, last two days. The biggest, the, they call it the daddy of them all, the biggest rodeo, and what a great rodeo it was. And uh, I stayed behind Jennifer and them to go to the rodeo, and and decided to drive 1,700 miles home rather than fly three hours. So that's how great it was. But I've been telling these guys all all day that, you know, as you get older, things happen. You've got to be in better shape. You've got to be smarter. You've got to be better prepared. And, and that's what and that's what they did. And that, that's on them. It has nothing to do with me. It just, it just lets me know who I can count on to be there, when, how. Um, you know, I, I'm telling you, we... We just had so many girls do great things all year. I can't thank them all enough, but uh, I am I am really proud of them. And uh, Jennifer, you got you got anything you want to say about them before I uh, take a guest home? Yeah, I, I was just going to say, you know, the players of the game um, was actually, you know, at the at the end of the game, we awarded an offense and a defensive player of the game, and on offense, Ashley won it, and on defense, Junior won it. 
Uh, and just to back up here for a second on the Prodigy game, uh, their offensive player of the game was Sierra McCormick, and she scored three touchdowns for them. And uh, Tiana Jones, one of their defensive players of the game, and I think she had a defensive touchdown, and I'm not sure any of her other stats. But uh, I think you pretty much covered it all. You know, Adam, who live-streamed the game for us, came to me beforehand, and he says, give me some players to watch um, on your team before, you know, I can put them up on the, on the live stream before the game starts. And the players to watch was the players that showed out, you know, Ashley, Lydia, Junior, Jamie, and Henderson. That's who we put up our on offense and defensive side of the ball to watch was those five people. And, and I think that they, you know, they fulfilled that duty well. Yeah, I mean, you know, you're exactly right. I mean, you know, it's, it's people don't understand that that in sports, I mean, sure, the great players seem to show up every single game, and especially quarterbacks or, or somebody that uh, uh, gets the ball in their hands like running backs. And, you know, but you think about receivers. I mean, even the greatest of receivers go games without catching a ball simply because, you know, they just – the defense just says, hey, you know, we're going to take that person away. You're going to beat us somewhere else. And, you know, we still had players that that did it. You know, we still had players that still come up with huge catches, you know, like Caitlin. She, uh, you know, she yeah. got them for several uh, big big games in the first game we played them. And, and in the second game, we knew we were going to, um, you know, going to, have to really work at it to get her in there. And she still come up with, uh, you know, a huge catch. I mean, on her first drive, you know, as it's going down. I mean, listen, if you watch the game and it's on uh, Charleston Sports Network, you can go back and replay the game. Uh, they, uh, they, I mean, it was, uh, we started the game terrible. Three downs and a punt. It was shanked. We never shanked a punt. We shanked a punt. I mean, we might have even lost her. That's how bad it was. But our defense stepped up, and we played. You know, then we gained some first downs, and and uh, first one named the other back and forth for a little bit. And then, you know, we need a big play, and Ashley and Caitlin connect to get a big play down the field. I mean, a perfect throw, a perfect catch, big game. We go on to take the first score. You know, to me, that was that – was, it may not be something – that went down in the staff as a touchdown. I don't think Caitlin caught a touchdown pass. But that may have just been the play of the whole game because at that point, it's like third and ten or third and nine. I mean, and we're on our side of the field. I mean, if we don't pick up yardage, you know, big yard, we're going to have to punt again. But, you know, that was a play that Caitlin caught right in between two defenders uh, and, and took it for a big game. That just very well could have been the play of the game that nobody even knows about. You know, maybe some people don't even recognize. But, you know, I, I see that as the biggest thing that, that could have helped us win that championship because we went on to score on that drive. You know, then we, uh, you know, later on we hit them for a, a big pass down the field. Not only that, quarterback gets roughed up, we get another big game. I mean and it's it's third down and long then. So, you know, your 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 
know, uh, is you just find a way. You just, you know, you keep grinding and, you you know, you don't come and, you know, hey, you need to throw me the ball, you know, or I'm going to, you need to call plays for me to catch the ball. It's just, hey, when we call play, play for you to catch the ball, be ready to catch the ball. You know, that's the way it is here. And, you know, the running backs, you know, uh, we, hey, as it's, we, we have different formations ready for the whole year. We just didn't have to go into them. But we go into one in the second half, and if our girls wasn't so gassed, we would have put up some big numbers because we had a formation that they weren't ready for, and our girls worked it to perfection. We just ran out of gas. I mean, that's just simply all there was to it. Our girls were spent, but our girls that we that we leaned on all year, that was all 17 that played in that game. We leaned on all year. They performed on. They performed all year. They performed in that game. It wasn't just one. When we put somebody in, they were ready to go. Like I said, we moved a bunch of positions. And, and man, I, I just, you know, couldn't be uh, more proud of them than, than what I am. And uh, I know a lot of these girls, uh, you know, are, are, you know, they, they don't think they deserve this. You know, some of them don't even like you talking about them. They're so humble and, and modest. And, um, you know, it just they're so shy that they don't even, want to walk out there and get awards that, uh, that they really earned and deserve. And, and uh, you know, that's, that's when you know you've got a, a special team. And, and I watch the NFL all all the time. I don't as much anymore, but, you know, I, I see these teams, you know, the players, they don't like the coach or the players don't like the quarterback or the, the offensive coordinator. And, and they're talking about this and they don't show up for practice and, you know, they're out here talking to the outside media, and it's all about me, me, me. None of them win championships. None of them win championships. And these organizations that plug along, they got a system, the way they do things. One person's in charge. One person calls the shot. Everybody knows who it is. You, you know your job. You know your role. If you don't want to do it, they get rid of you. Find somebody else that does. They win been that way all through the years when the when the Steelers were great, when the Cowboys were great, when the uh when the uh the forty niners were great, you know, the the Patriots are, are that way now. That's the way it is. And these these teams understand that. That's what our girls are. There's no power struggle amongst anybody on this team in two thousand and nineteen. Um, you know, every year is a different year. This year has been a great special year. Now, you know how it is. Women's football, you lose a lot of players. You hope to gain new players. Uh, each team does the same. Uh, all these other teams are going to be shooting for you. They're going to hopefully work hard as you are. you got to keep all these attitudes and, and egos reeled in. Keep everybody hungry and humble and uh, ready to play. You know, um, just talking about that, when I went through, um, was fortunate enough to get in yesterday and go through and tour the, tour the Denver Stadium, just looking at the facility and what these, I mean, I know they're professionals, but just looking, taking this tour and seeing what these guys have at their disposal. 
they have each player is assigned a specific shift to make sure their diet's on point, that they're getting exactly the proper amount of protein, the proper amount of everything that they need. Everything that they do is monitored down to an exact science. Just to have that at their disposal, you know, I mean, I can't imagine if if we could practice three times a week and have everybody there, what that would do for our program and, and our ladies to take it up a notch. But to see what those guys have at their disposal, you know, you were talking about that everything being about me, 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 you know, that just I knew it was on another level, but when you see it firsthand, it kind of puts put it in realistic and it puts it in a perspective, I guess you'd say. So, you know, to be as blessed as we are with, with the talent that we've had this year and the film come along with the amount of time that we had, it's just, it's it's been a blessing. Did we lose yeah. Listen, 
better than you or they're not better than you. They get their practice two or three days a week. They're going to be better. I firmly believe that. So we're down to get, you know, we're down to one practice, maybe two, and we get everybody there. You know, it's a long practice, but we can learn so much. That's what it took me five, well, four years, not five years, four years to figure out about this women's football. So it is the same game. There's so much different. The approach is so much different. Finding coaches that understand that, that are willing to listen to you because you've been through it. You've made all those mistakes because it's the same game. And when you see it on the field, it's the same game. You know, we were even being compared to uh, by uh, a guy that, you know, could we beat a high school team in being unique? Well, naturally, that'll never happen because they wouldn't play us. Um, you know, we, we don't have a bunch of players. There, there's no doubt about it. I mean, they don't have a bunch of players either. Um, I think we could beat them. I've seen them play. I think we could beat them. So the game is the same, but the preparation up to that game is so much different. And as a coach, if you don't understand that, or you can't comprehend that, then, then you're in trouble and you're going to spin your wheel. And, hey, I'm, 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 I learned from that. I'm telling you from, from uh, experience that that's the way it is. And so what Jim for saying is going over there, seeing all that, yeah, actually, we're not going to look like the Denver Broncos. We're not nowhere near that good. We're not, our execution is nowhere near that good. We don't have the, that big of players. We don't have that fast of players. We don't have all those tools at our expense. We don't have the coaches, you know, the knowledge. And, and all that. And we're never going to be. I'm never going to compare to that. But let me say this. If all my players, that was their job, and the coaches, that was their job, and and we had all these tools at our disposal, I'll promise you, we would look really good and sharp out there, and you for sure would think we were a lot better than what we are because we would be better than what we are because practicing makes you so much better, so much knowledge, you know. You're trying to cram all this stuff into one day. So it, it really is a, a tough situation that people just can't understand uh, how tough that it is to to get these girls to to the level that uh, they are and, and what it takes to win a championship in any league, you know. And uh, before I go too far, I do want to say, in the WFA Division Three, I don't know the name of the team, but Nevada won the Division Three, St. Louis won the Division Two, and Boston won the Division One in the WFA championships. And uh, they had them in Denver, or not Denver, but in Colorado somewhere. Same weekend we had ours. Um, so they're listening, and they will tell you every team that that won won a championship. Will tell you it's tough, and. Uh, you know, to get everybody there and, and you know, to, for people to be hungry enough to, to want to sacrifice. You know, we had a, a one of the players uh, that played a game or two, you know, well, played one game, played only a play or two. That one of our other players, you know, are you still playing football? I can't believe you sacrificed. Well, these girls sacrificed because they love to play. You know, no if, answer, but they love to play. They want to be a part of something that's greater than themselves. They want to be part of something that is great to, uh, you know, set the milestone for 
women's football and all that. And, uh, you know, from from the very first time we had girls join this team, you know, they say, hey, we know you got a good organization, you got a good team. We 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 want to win a championship. We came here to get better, to get better and win a championship. And if I and every one of those on here, they will tell you they did both of those. Not only did they win a championship, but every single one of them got better. And I'm, you know what? That I'm as proud of that as I am of winning that championship. Them recognizing what we can, uh, what we can do here. And what you know is is at stake, and for them to uh, you know be humble enough to say, "Hey, I know I need to get better. I want to get better because I want to hoist up that trophy." And that's what we have, and that that's something special. Like I said, it goes back to to all the players, uh, everybody uh, in our in our whole organization, and uh, you know it's it's a great thing. And, like Tim said, you go to these NFL stadiums, and it almost as a just a football fan, not even part of a, a women's team, but as a football fan, it almost just makes you sick that you played, and, and you think, man, can you just imagine for one year or even a game having this much stuff at your expense? So um, it, it's really unbelievable. Uh, Jennifer, tell us what was uh, we, we the lost you there for a minute. The best thing you've seen at Denver Stadium. Well, it all was amazing. I mean, uh, from everything to seeing the coaches' boxes, uh, where the owners sit, the press boxes, the suites. I mean, it all was impressive all the way around. Uh, the locker rooms, the training rooms, the, where they prepare their food, where they come in. I mean, it all is just, it's its run like a well-oiled machine. It, they said it cost them a million dollars to run the stadium on game day. So I guess walking out on that field and just, just, I don't know, just being on that stadium, on that podium, I mean, I know there was nobody there, but just taking it all in, it's just, it's just amazing how well things are put together, and, I mean, it is their profession, but just to dream of what that chance would be like. So, overall, I don't know that I could pick one thing because they started out with us in the Colorado Hall of Fame, and, you know, you see all these older players that's come and paved the way, and then you end it with seeing the last championship trophy of Peyton Manning, who's the the greatest, shall I say. (laughs) in my book anyway, seeing him host up that trophy, you know, at the end of the day, we all play for one thing, and that's to host up that trophy. So even though the playing field isn't the same, the goal is still the same in the end, and that's to win the championship. Yeah, that's, you know, that's what's amazing is, is when you when you leave everything else behind, I mean, we know the players and the pros make millions of dollars. But in the end, to see those guys win that trophy that are being paid millions that are on that team literally tear up and cry, you know, I know they're not playing just for the love of the game. But it's still it's still in them, and it's still important. No matter who you play for, 
who you like or whatever. That that's just something that can never, you know. I think if if, if you're truly, uh, uh, you truly love that sport, then at some point that has to overtake the the egos inside of you, or just the dollar sign. I mean, being a great person, money can't buy being a great person. You know, uh, talked about it today right up the road uh, with some of these guys that you know. Money's just not everything, and, and you know you got to be happy within yourself. And, and I, I just think that's just what we had so much of this year is is just that, and uh, it, it's been great. And uh, you know, like we were at the rodeo this weekend in China, Wyoming, and like I said, it's the largest uh, rodeo, the re- outdoor rodeo there is. It's called the daddy of them all, and, and, you know, this this rodeo is so much different than all the others. The arena is so big. They give these steers and calves and, and all this so much of a head start that it really challenges these. You wouldn't believe guys that are, that are unbelievable at their profession, to see them struggle so much is just unbelievable because they're out of their element. You know, and to see this sport of rodeo is, is so humbling, as you well know, Jeffrey. You've seen seen it over the years, you know, how humbling it can be. And you even said it, you know, playing a foot, going to win a roping is, but you said it, winning a roping is like playing a football game. You know, like winning a football game, there's so much that goes into it. You know, a roping is mostly four rounds, and you gotta you got to stay in there, and then you make the short round. That's the game-winning drive, you know. And you see these guys that do this for a living. And those elements at that rodeo are so tough that, that they look like beginners. Not, not quite beginners. They sure don't look like professionals. And we watched it that one day, and I watched it yesterday, and it's it's so humbling that these guys practice. I mean, you know how much they practice. A lot of people listening don't have an idea. These guys practice and practice and practice, and they get ready for this rodeo, and then they go out there, and, and it's like playing in the Super Bowl, and you're as, as unprepared as you can be. And, you know, just being there and being a part of that, man, it, it was so great. I've, I've never been there. We've never been there. We wanted to go for 15 years. Uh, we finally made it, and, man, was it awesome or what? Yeah, it, it was it was amazing. I definitely was was very impressed and would like to come back in the future. And I know you got a said you got a guest coming on here and one more thing and I'm gonna I'll jump on mute and just listen to the rest of the show. But I think there's quite a few thank yous that without without some of these people championship weekend couldn't have been pulled off and I know we can't get everybody but we'll try you know, we greatly appreciate Everyone that had a hand in, in helping, all the fans that came out and sat in the heat and weathered the game, every volunteer that helped us out along the way, Lori, Lori for working the gate, the Sweeney's for helping and all their kids, the Unicoi band for coming and playing, East Tie for working the concessions, the Puckett, you know, Sullivan East Staff, Doc Dyer, Andy Herr, you know, those guys didn't have to hang out there all day, but they did it for us. Uh, Sullivan East. NJRTC for presenting the colors, you know, 
the list could go on and on, and we just truly thank every single person that, that has supported us along this journey and um, supported us in rooting us on to another championship, making championship weekend a, a, a huge success. I don't think that um, we had anything go wrong except the chain crew show up about 10 minutes late on one game. But if that's all that goes wrong, <laughs> we'll take that and run with it. But I just want to throw out a, a few special thank yous to all those people because without them, uh, it wouldn't be possible. Yeah, one other name I want to throw in there is the announcer, Kevin Gregory. I mean, uh, this guy, uh, a lot of people don't know him. I've known him for 30 years, I guess. Through roping, and uh, you know the guy. The guy's a great guy. Uh, had some up and downs in his life, and played football at high school. And was a great quarterback for Packers Henry, and just loves the sport. And you know, and that's just another thing. He he takes it so serious. You know, he calls me and says, "Hey, I want to talk to you. I want to know about the players. I want to get better." And he has gotten better. And you know, I've heard uh, people that are great football fans say, "You know what?" That guy does a great job because he's kept people interested in the game. When when y'all were out there struggling on offense, another team was struggling on offense. He's talking what, about what a great defense there is out there, and this, that, and the other. And uh, just got better. He's, he's announced for us the last two years. Uh, he did a great job. Uh, he's a volunteer as well. And uh, man, we're we're so glad to have him as well. And I sure like to say we could go on and on, but you know these these. These people have did so much for us. He drives a pretty good piece from up Virginia, Bay Spring, Virginia, to come and do it. And, uh, I really do want to thank him, him as well. So, uh, if we ain't got uh, we ain't got nothing else to talk about, let's bring. Uh, uh, we'll talk some more about the game. Let's bring in uh, uh, defensive rookie of the year, uh, Jessica Bulldog Henderson. Are you there? Yes, Coach, I'm here. How you doing tonight? Hey, I'm doing good. How about yourself? I'm doing good. I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm doing real good. Well, let's you know, we, we started the we started the year. Um first time we seen you, you know, we you you had aspirations and uh we talked about them and you know, I told you then that, you know, we have a process of doing things and uh, we would certainly get to them. It just takes time. Um, I know you probably impatiently uh, <laughs> waited, but uh, when you, when we put you in there and you got the chance, uh, you rose to the occasion. Uh, tell us about it. I mean, I just trusted y'all the whole time. Uh, the first evening, the first time I stepped on the field, and I told you what I was looking at and what we uh, – uh, we was just running through different drills, and then you came to me at the end of the practice and asked me how did I feel about it. I want to say Jennifer came to me, asked me how I felt about playing at lines, and I mean, I just had to go from there. I already knew, uh, I already knew you knew more, way more than uh, what I knew. Like I said, I just wanted to play football, and I think that's what uh, kept me so in tune the whole time. Uh, I, Regardless of what how how good I played the night before or, or the day the game before, I just kept on. I knew I needed to learn, and I just kept that. I just felt like if I did good, that was just a good game, and I never uh, absorbed in that because I know that it was more for me to do. Um, I knew that we had a goal. Uh, just because we had one win didn't guarantee us a championship, and we just worked hard the whole time. And 
my teammates, of course, I couldn't do anything without them, motivating me after each game, uh, keeping me encouraged, telling me that I was doing good and just motivating me and just making me stay intrigued and just wanting to get after it. And, uh, I mean, it caught me out of the out of the blue. <laughs> I mean, I know I had a good season, but not I did not uh, for one second think I – uh, was going to get any type of a war. I mean, like I said, I just wanted to play football. And, I mean, it just came out uh, for a good year. And I'm just just excited that we was able to win a championship because, like I said, that was a goal that we set all year. And we achieved it. And, that's, I mean, that's just something to be happy about. Well, for a lot of people that, you know, may not have heard some of the previous conversations uh, throughout the year we've had on here, but, you know, the the main thing was, and I said it a long time ago, was when when you decided that, you know, that you were going to turn turn the corner and, and go from, you know, being late, showing up to, you know, you were going to, when you figured that out, and that it, when you figured that it out, that you were going to be the person that was going to, Step up, be there on time before everybody else, ready to go. I told you then, you've got it figured out. Now it's just we just got to put it in motion. You know that that's the thing. Listen, here, here the best coach in the world can't coach that. That that's something that each player has to figure out themselves. Now we've got a lot. Before that already have did that, don't get me wrong, and I'm not excluding anybody. But when you see it, you know, when you see it firsthand, you know the talent's there. You see it, you, you know, you the first time I seen you, I seen you move. I, I know, listen, I, I put all all these girls in position. When I, when I watched them the first day, I'm sitting there evaluating where I think they can go, and I seen it. But until you decided that you wanted to be the player you turned out to be, there's nothing I can do about it because it was on you. And that, that to me, is what won you that award more than anything else. And I remember I remembered that time, too. I want to say it was, honestly, I was kind of skeptical probably, like, right before uh, our Tennessee Titan game of how, like, serious – I guess everything was because everything was just a a lot at one time, just trying to do my work schedule and then stay committed. And I know I wanted to play. It was just, uh, just like you say, just me committing all the way in. And then doors started opening it up where my schedule started getting better. And it just, just doors, things that I was asking for just started uh, opening up for me. And that's when I knew, like, I needed to go ahead and take advantage of what I was getting presented. I mean, that's just like you pray for something for so long, and then when you get it, it's like, then now what are you going to do? So I just felt like that was the time for me to take advantage. And then uh, it really clicked in right after the Tennessee Titan game, how all of us was tailgating and we came together. And then right after that, we played in that blue and gray game. And I think that was when, like, as a team also was just a, a, a moment for everybody to click in, but it was also a moment for me just going against everybody, getting out there, be able to hit more, and uh, getting more comfortable in my role. And I just felt like 
Like I said, nothing I've done all year was for me. Every time I did anything was for the greater good for my team. And if that required me to become the defensive rookie of the year, I mean, then that's what I had to do for us to win a championship, then that's what I had to do. If I didn't get that award, everything I did still for the year was for us to get to where we was as a team, as a unit. And that was to win the championship. And, I mean, I know we had other goals that we probably – uh, as a team, I know that we were saying, like, we didn't want nobody to score on us. I mean, we did get scored on in the championship, six points. But that just shows the commitment right there, how we just still have continued to hold ourselves accountable regardless of what everybody else is saying. And, I mean, that just makes me want to hold myself accountable to do more for my team. Well, you know, me and you, you know, you're talking and doing, uh, you know, doing whatever it takes. You know, let, let's say this, for example, you know, we we got Liddy, Liddy Qualls from uh, the Knoxville team. I mean, we, um, she decided long before she ever came to us that she was done playing down there just for different reasons. But, you know, she, she plays down there. She's, you know, arguably their best player, puts up all kinds of stats. You know, she comes to us, you know, and it's a totally different role for her. You know, I mean, she comes from being the featured back down there to getting in a three-back rotation, um, you know, and and it's just, I was honest with them from the get-go. I said, it don't matter to me who starts. We're going to we're gonna rotate the whole game, and we're going to give everybody equal carries, and, and I never kept up with it. It worked out just like I said it would, and it, it's because it's what we had planned. Um, she's had better years with better stats. But she wasn't on a better team, and and you know what? She had some of the the most amazing plays all throughout the year that helped us to win that championship. But winning that championship and going undefeated meant more than winning, uh, you know, or rushing for more yards, or uh, you know, getting more carries, or having more tackles, or interceptions, or whatever the case may be. Is everybody, you know, decided just like you? We want to win. You know, that was our goal from the get-go, from, from day one, was we're going to win a championship. And, you know, we set out the game plan. We laid out the blueprint. Uh, we started in, in Nissan Titan Stadium. I said, here's the blueprint. Here's what we're going to do. People tell, oh, yeah, you can say it now. Everybody knows on that team, here's the way it was. And we worked it to, uh, to our advantage. I'm not going to say to perfection. Because we were nowhere near perfect, but we did exactly what we needed to do to work with that. My my theory, my you know what I'm saying here is, Lydia had a great year with us. Don't get me wrong. You look, she led our team in rushing. She um, she she played amazing. Don't get me wrong. But her stats were nowhere near because she was on a better team that had the same aspirations that she had when she came here. You ask her today, I guarantee you she's more happy uh, playing and winning for us than all the other stats she put up to begin with. And and that's what you have to have. And, and you know, you have to find those players. It's like, you know, ask you, you know, how, how committed are you? You know, how serious are you? If you're not serious, we ain't got time for you. It ain't that we don't want you. We ain't got time for you because you're going to leave me hanging, and that's going to piss me off. And I don't like getting pissed off. Because I've wasted a lot of time when you weren't serious. So, 
you know, I'm honest and upfront. I want these girls to be the same. You know, you decided to be that person. Zoe decided to be that person. Amanda, you know, she had she had thoughts about not coming. There's bad experience she had about waiting. I said, hey, if you're going to play, now's the time. You know, they bought in. They're serious about it. You know, they, they're committed. They tell me, hey, we're ready to get better. We're ready to start back now. You know, that's what you have to have. And I'll take that over all the talent in the world that's not serious. And that is a tribute to all of you girls that, that play on the Tri-Series Sundays. And I can second that because uh, I got people right now just seeing, like, all the things that I've been posting all uh, for this whole year. Um, I got two girls right now that's been uh, messaging me. Uh, one girl, she used to play football in high school. She uh, plays on the wrestling team. Uh, she was like, hey, she, she was like, I won't be 18 until October, but I want to play. And I said, look, that's perfect. As long as your parents, you know what I mean, we talk to your parents, give consent. Our season really doesn't start till January. We'll love to have you. And, I mean, she's all for it. I told her, she talked, she messaged me, her mom messaged me, like, I can't wait till next year to for my daughter to be able to play by your side. I mean, I have another girl who's been messaging me, uh, and I've known her for a long time. She goes to ETSU, and uh, she, she sees it. I mean, all year long is just uh, I feel like our team has just grown. Uh, and like you said, everybody's been on the same page. Uh, Lydia, she had an amazing year. I mean, I called it a horse. I mean, when you look at film, you just see her running the ball. You can see it. And, I mean, all the different talents that we had an unselfishness and that's what makes our team so good. And I feel like our program and our organization will continue to grow like me right now, these two people. And I tell them, if you could, if you're serious, I said, and I have it. And I told them, if you're serious, like you say, you serious, then right now start investing in getting in a helmet and getting you some shoulder pads. And they're like, Oh, one girl already, she already has hers. And the other girl's like, cool. I'm, I'm about to go seeing what I can do now to get this up. And and I told her, and when we got off the phone, I said, look, I'm not saying that I'm the best. I said, but I'll take you under my wing. If you need to get to practice or you want to start working out before then, just let me know, and I'll do that. And that's what's going to make our team even more I mean, bigger. I mean, it's just like, you, like we've all been saying. It's not just on the field that made our team so good. It's off the field. The, the things that people done off the field that carried on to the field that got us to this point of, Having the championship. I mean, like you said, nobody on our team, we didn't have any coaches, but everybody gave each person the respect that they needed. Everybody had each other's back. Everybody had the same goal. Our coaches had the same goal, the same ambition. And, I mean, and it made us champions. And like I said, stated before, we already in the workings of come, being back-to-back. Already in the workings. I feel it in my bones. We are already in the workings of coming back-to-back. Yeah, well, that's, you know what, that's a long way away. I ain't even going to get into that. And I don't, you know, I'm not a big fan of that. But we, we want to win another championship. And if we do, it would be back-to-back and, and next year. You know, the girls you're talking about, I hope that, you know, once they come to the chopping block of me, uh, you know, and drilling them and asking them all the same things, ask you and all these other girls, if they're still, you know, as ambition. Uh, their ambition is still the same uh, because 
listen, I, I do want every woman, uh, girl to play that really wants to play. I, I really do. I mean, I'd love to have 75 players, don't get me wrong. But I want 75 players that want it as much as your 17 want it. Uh, 19, whatever we, you know, we had 17 healthy and 19 uh, plus, and they wanted it too. They were just turned to play. But I, I want those, I would want those 75 to want it just as much as y'all. The problem is they don't. I'm not saying these girls won't. Don't get me wrong. Though. I'm just saying when when you ask them how serious are you, are you are you serious? Are you committed? Are you dedicated? That usually scares them to death. It's like a, a bride running from the from the altar. I've seen it so many times, and I hope these girls are, uh, you know, as dedicated as you and those other 18 uh, that hoisted up that trophy this year because that's what it's going to take to be on this team. I, I mean, I'm going to, more than ever, I'm going to screen these girls harder than I ever have uh, because I don't want to, uh, you know, mess up, mess up things because, you know, the first thing you get somebody in there that want to play well, I don't know, and then they start that. You're, you're better off to get rid of them. Get because it's never going to get better. And uh, you know, that's that's what I want to do. Going back to something I said earlier, and, and I was just in my head is you talk about um, players rise. You know, I'm gonna say like Haley. People, you know, Haley's a pretty quiet person. Um, you know, has been on this team, threw ups and downs. Uh, She started back the second year we had a team, and uh, she was the quarterback. She'll she'll tell you, uh, we didn't have anybody else. That's not her strong suit. She did a pretty good job. She was all we had. We ended up playing in a little championship and lost. You know, the next year she didn't play. She sort of moved, and and we win the championship, you know. And, And then the next year she comes back and, joins the team and we play in the championship and got beat. Well, this year she comes back, uh, you know, in a in a different role. Uh, you know, last year she played quarterback again. Uh, our quarterback that we had before got pregnant and played. Haley's right back in there. Uh, she really wanted to be a receiver. And uh, so this year she got to play receiver. We moved her to tight end because we didn't have anybody. Hey, there was games she didn't catch a ball. There was games we didn't even throw her a ball. But then there was games she scored two touchdowns. And as a matter of fact, it happened, I think, at least two games, maybe three games, she scores two touchdowns. And guess what? In the championship game, she scores two touchdowns. And being ready, going back to to these players, just just hit me as I'm, I'm thinking about this whole time, is, you know, you, you play a whole game, you don't even get the ball thrown to you. You know, not once did you come over and say, hey, what about throwing me the ball? You know, I'm basically in here, hey, what about blocking? You know, what about this person you miss? Won't you block somebody? Here's what you need to do. The Timlin will say, uh, you know, we call her number, and she ends up scoring two touchdowns. You know, what What a great, uh, man, I just can't say, you know, what, what else can you say about somebody like that? Is you know just being humble enough to you know be on the team. You're throwing all kinds of different positions. Some you're a receiver. Some games you don't even catch the ball. You're in a new position, and I'm shooting here because you're missing a block on a girl that's twice your size, and she's throwing you around. And, and then 
uh, you know, when your number's called, quarterback drops two right into you for, for a couple of touchdowns. What, what could be better than that? I know that was an amazing feeling for her because, if, I mean, prior before her scoring her first touchdown, we go, we run a play, and she did the pass. The pass wasn't completed, and then here it is. We run another play, and when it's like she comes right back, regardless of what she's thinking at that last play, she comes back, and here she goes in the same position and completes this pass. So that just shows commitment with her, just letting, knowing that, uh, getting over that play and getting ready for the next one, showing up for the next possession, not letting it carry on throughout the game and still eating yourself up. That just shows how much of a veteran she is and being in situations like this uh, prior before and how you need to show up. I mean, I was uh, more than excited when she caught that ball, uh, caught for that touchdown pass, and I told her that's what we needed right there. I mean, even when she was coming to the huddle, I told her to shake it off. I said, I need you to show up right now. And she came back in the huddle and then scored. And I went up to her and I said, that's what I needed. That's what I needed. And, I mean, it, it's just, I don't know, it's just an indescribable feeling. When you're, in that, when you're in that predicament and you know what you're up against, regardless of the heat and everything, you just want to give it your all. You know what you've been working for all year. You know this is the last game of the season. I mean, to have so much and all that going against you and then come into the game like as we did, as she did, and regardless of what we probably messed up with, but keep on keep on pushing because we had a bigger goal. I mean, they just it just shows how how much you really want it, and when you out there, it really does. Well. You know, as I, we just been talking and thinking, and you know, uh, Haley was one of the only girls on the team that, that played several years that had won a championship. And listen, there is nobody probably uh, carrying more butt chewings than her uh, for different, you know, things. And I've got on her some bad. She's an emotional person, and and you know, uh, you know, I've seen her tear up, and uh, but. You know what she she knows that it's for the betterment. She knows that you know she was better and she's a champion now because we stayed on her and why we stayed on her. And you know I had one of our players. You know we were talking. I said it's tough to play for me, ain't it? She said, Yeah, it is, but it's worth it. And you know what that that right there says it all to me because at the end of the day, it's you know what what we did. Everything I did was for the betterment of this team, whether it be chew out Jennifer or chew out to you or, you know, have to come out there and calm you down or, or you know, go out there and, and uh, you know, have to have a serious talk with Ashley and make sure we're on the same page or, you know, for uh, our pun or shanking one and never shanks one and, and, you know, just all this stuff, you know, you have to understand why, why it is uh while we're talking, you know, uh, moving these girls, just all this, you have to know. And, and listen, I'm telling you, Haley stayed more mentally focused this year than, than ever before. And when we needed it the most, you know, maybe in the past, she, she may have uh, froze up or went away. But this year, when we needed it the most, she rose to the occasion. And, you know, as I think back, like I say, she's one of the, veterans on this team that that's played multiple years that had 
that didn't have a championship. And, you know, I, I talked to her the other day, I texted her, and I said, how does it feel to be a champion, you know? And, and that, that's what it's about. And, you know, for it, it's about that for all you girls. I'm telling these guys today as we ride home from, from Cheyenne that, you know, my, my goal was to, to get this team. I mean, my goal in life for my for myself to, to have everything that I've ever accomplished and all that years ago was to get you girls or this team, you're just joined it, but this team to for to win a championship. And we accomplished that two years ago and then we come back and do it again this year and in the fashion we did it. It is just so amazing and you know, I just can't I can't describe a you know how good it feels to to see what it means to you girls to what happens when you really buy in on what we're selling. Coach, uh, I this is what and this is gonna say uh, and this is for you because I feel like you have uh, done an amazing thing all year and this is what I witnessed when I was at the All Star game. And we had all the other teams there, the teams that we had playing with us, the Assault, uh, South uh, Fayetteville, excuse me, us. And I want to say that was it. If I'm missing anybody, I apologize. Just the way you grabbed everybody's attention and had everybody attentive and how everybody, even I know they didn't play with us all year, but they can, I feel like they can feel what we was experiencing all year just in that little bit of time that we had before the All-Star game when we practiced. And I just watched, and that's what made me feel good as a player to be under someone who can guide you into the direction because there's a lot of coaches that will guide you in the direction that they want you in in a way that – and that might be a good thing and it could be a bad thing because, like, we talked about many numerous times, you could be playing out of your, your position. But to give the effort to basically look at these people, take it for who they are, take it for the ability that they have, and use them in the best way that you know so. And I'll just watch you as you look at each player. They didn't play on your team. They played in other teams. We didn't even play against them. You knew their position. You knew already knew the what side they was on. Some of them girls was looking at you, and you was like, you, look, you run better to the left, so we're going to put you here, and you run better to the right. And just looking at them as it, as their faces lit up, for somebody to even admire or even notice that it just showed me that I was in good hands. And that's why, I, I mean, as a team, I felt like our team was so different and so, like, well-disciplined. And, it, and I'm not going to lie to you, that, put, that all-star game did frustrate me. But at the same time, it, it, it also just made me – feel more confidence in the leadership that I was getting. And like I said, I just want to say thank you for to you too and the, the gear that you have given us as a head coach. I mean, I know you was, wasn't supposed to be the coach uh, for our side, but I was honestly glad that you was, not that I did not, because I did want to have the opportunity to talk to the Keystone uh, Salt coach because I did like him from the interviews and stuff that you had. And uh, I just want to say thank you because I can see I knew I was in good hands because I could tell by the connection and how people were staying in tune and, and, and with just, like, 
was listening to you and understood and the knowledge that you knew. And I just felt honored to just have a coach, I mean, at your level. So I want to thank you and uh, congrats to you, too. Well, hey, I, I appreciate it. Uh, um, man, I, I really do. And that's, you know what, it's, it's these girls have to understand. I do it for the betterment of them and all you girls in the team. Uh, we're about out of time. Henderson, congratulations. Appreciate you coming on and talking all year. Jennifer, thanks for joining me and having all these stats, having my back, and, and everybody for listening, and JC for, for doing this. And, uh, you know, it's just uh, just an example of what people do when they want to be a part of something. So I really appreciate everybody joining tonight. We'll uh, we'll talk again next week. I I should be at home. Um, getting ready. I hope to start doing some roping this week, so uh, I should be at home, and uh, we'll talk uh, again next year. So until then, I'll see you later.